Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio. podcast knows that we like to talk about murderers and murder stuff and anybody that has netflix has obviously probably seen or heard of monster season one it was about jeffrey dahmer um i can't think of the kid, yep. kid's name that played dahmer but he was wasn't it the dude from x-men he was yeah, yeah. and he's also in um an fx show uh, american horror story yeah yeah anyway they've chosen their killers for season two of their Netflix show, um, and they have chosen the Menendez brothers who murdered their parents in their Ooh. Beverly Hills home in 1989. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, they're fucking spoiled. Uh, but Menendez brothers possibly on the Sean Kemp basketball card sitting courtside <laughs> r- right after they right after they murdered their that parents. card will be so much more collectible. Yeah. You can Google it and see which actual basketball card it is, but I think it's Sean Kemp at a Seattle. Super I think Sonics you should game. I think you should try to find it. I thought they were in L.A. though. Right Sean? now, it's not Sean Kemp. Uh, it's uh, Mark Jackson. Okay, Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. Just you can as get famous. Nine ninety nine right now on eBay. Yeah. And there <laughs> they are to the left, the far too too farthest to the left there. Yeah. Got the sweet little nineties hat on uh, and everything. Fucking weird. Yeah. Hey Ryan, which one would you would you rather hang out with them or the Island Boys? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Island boy. <laughs> I don't know them island boys. Though. Aren't they sucking each other's dicks yeah. now? Is that what yeah. this going on? And the one's oh, going to jail for beating the shit out of his girlfriend and holding a gun to her head or some <laughs> shit like that. No, the Menendez brothers never beat up their girlfriends the or cop. their friends or held guns in anybody's head except for their parents. So <laughs> Only so that one time. I'm not. I'm yeah, not just the one time. Just that one night got out of control. Now, if uh, you've seen Terminator or Terminator 2, we have the AI in the Get world. Then <laughs> That's the one, right? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> it's close. Close <laughs> enough, yeah. Then, um, in fact, it has already begun. Um, a man was crushed by a, a robot that mistook him for a box in South, in South Korea. <laughs> um, so this 40-year-old worker was inspecting a robot sensor at a warehouse for agricultural products in South Gyeongsan. <laughs> wow, that was like he was a native tongue. Providence <laughs> mistakenly identified the man as a box of bell peppers. Jesus Christ. Okay. So, and the robot looks similar to the robots in Iron Man that he like yells out the little arms that don't do what he... Just that, fold, that folded him up? Oh, it's like a... Like an assembly line, like yeah, uh, it's like, a, like, like <laughs> arm robot, like a little like arm a robot, like a little. That's what it looks like it's gonna do. So it comes <laughs> you like a spider monkey. It's so like did it like just crush his head or what? I assume it thought uh, bell peppers, and when it come down, uh, it just like hammered down, like grabbed it, and then it probably went bell it, pepper smash. It probably bell when it grabbed. I bet when it grabbed, either his upper body or his head was inside there, and, went, <laughs> and it just crushed his fucking head. 
Do you think? But like, do you think it went fast or slow? Well, uh, not I fast enough. I can uh, tell you. <laughs> I hope. I think it folded them up like Bender shooting. <laughs> <basketball> <laughs> like a big cube. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, if you, like I said, you stay woke like me, then fucking you'll know. <laughs> Robot apocalypse <laughs> is coming. Fucking yeah, evidence happen. is happening right in front of our eyes, folks. <laughs> you just saw it. I'm counting on it, Clint. This mission ends on Mars at 120 years old. <laughs> yeah. you, Elon Musk has his way and you may be right now um, how many of you guys use Bluetooth every day every, every single day, day. Yeah. every day how, how many of you know what the actual Bluetooth symbol sound stands for anyone I nobody no and nobody's ever taken the time to look at it little where they come up with that but I'm gonna go with my oh, instinct yeah. on this one oh, they come I up think with Bluetooth name out I don't know <laughs> I think it's got something oh, to do with somebody little, has the two little triangles with the legs coming out or whatever so yeah so actually the Bluetooth symbol is the Nordic H and the Nordic B. The name, Blue what? <laughs> the name Bluetooth originates from the Viking King Harold Gormson, who reigned over a thousand years ago. He is well known for unifying factions in Denmark and Norway, which is similar to how Bluetooth technology of today allows different electronic devices to communicate. The Bluetooth logo is a combination of Nordic runes for his initials, mm. obviously, the H and the B. Okay. There's a debate about how he got his nickname, and it said that he is it he enjoyed eating a lot of blueberries, which caused his teeth to turn blue, <laughs> but gained their hearing later on in life. Nice. Often say they expect the sun to make a noise, and I've been thinking about that ever since. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Sure. <laughs> and so um, this is also kind of neat. Um, if the vacuum of space didn't block sound from reaching us, the sound would be as loud as a jackhammer everywhere on Earth. So the sound mm -hmm. does actually make noise. Um, okay. Well, yeah, man. Everywhere at all times, and since the sound travels slower than light, if the sun were to go out, it would take eight minutes for the light to stop, but 13 years for the sound to stop. <laughs> That's terrible. Imagine terrible. living on a cold, dead <laughs> earth for 13 years and still hear the jackhammer scream of our dead sun. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Intense. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna off myself at that one. Episode nine of, of Beyond the Ordinary. <laughs> he did this shit to me last week. God damn. <laughs> I just I just can't interrupt a good conversation. I, well, you guys, I mean, there's nothing to be. I mean, it was on the news, so yeah. it's not like it's nothing. Everyone wanted don't to know, know we were about. talking a, about. A guy chops. from Chandlerville said he was leaving to go look for his four wheeler, and he never came home. He left when it was like seventy something degrees out, and no jacket, and fucking didn't come home that night. And then they went like there was a bunch of people out looking for him. The next day, there was a couple news stories uh -huh. about it. And then, like, I drove through Chandlerville twice yesterday for work, and there was, like, mad state cops down there and, like, conservation officers, people on four-wheelers, took the back road to go to Oakford, and there was, like, ambulances everywhere from all over the place and fire trucks and all kinds of people, like, out on four-wheelers driving around and everything. And then I drove through the next day and today, and there was just nothing. And I, I regret zero. my soundboard choice on that one. I've seen zero. I thought you were talking about the dumbass who brought the gun into the county market. No. 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 Uh, yeah. Fake gun. Sorry, there fake have gun. been zero updates about whether anybody's found him or whether he came home or anything. Like, Strange. I haven't seen shit. So I'm mm. hoping that they found the guy. You know? Hmm. There's a lot of weird stuff that happened like, like yesterday, like that. Like, not yesterday. That So that happened, and then the dude with the fake gun up in Lewistown or whatever happened, and then. I don't know, it's just been, like, this whole area's had a lot of really... It's been kind of, yeah, it's yep. been un, there's been some unrest. Yeah, too much, even too, <laughs> people eating too many fish. That, I mean, seasons, once the seasons yep. switch, dude, that's a real thing, yeah. Hell, the weather's like, been so strange, up and down, up and down, it's probably got everybody's could, brain chemicals fucked. Everyone's, everyone's getting their fucking eggs cooked. <laughs> My allergies, at least. <laughs> Welcome to episode 
nine beyond the ordinary i am your host ryan calvis and to my right is cousin clint calvis cousin cousin clint you fucking mark and then we have marcus Ma- <laughs> might have stole that from you the bear mark. but they're supposed to be in chicago anyways right so, have you seen the bear on, on Hulu? Yeah, it's good. I've heard, I have not That's yet seen it. That's where I stole the cousin thing from because he calls him cousin all the time. But they're yes. supposed to be in like Southside Chicago where from Illinois it works. It works. <laughs> I mean, it works. He was on Shameless for 12 years. I think he knows the Southside of Chicago pretty well. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of not really the same show, but it's the same concept. It's well, it's kind area. of the same. It's like down the street. Last but not least. Down the street. <laughs> Rick Horton. Rick, Rick Horton, everybody. <laughs> Rick. Rickard. That's only his fifth Man. name I've heard what now. Rick. Dick Richard Horton. The one and only. Ordell. Hi. Junior. <laughs> the third? No, I'm Are Junior. Just, oh, just, just the third. Junior. No. My, grand, my grandpa was Richard also, but I'm Richard Dale. He was uh, Richard Gus. Today, we're talking about Dennis Rader, otherwise oh. known as the BTK, or Bind, Torture, Kill, Killer. Um, he's an American serial killer who murdered at least 10 people in Wichita and Park City, Kansas, between 1974 and 1991. Although Raider occasionally killed or attempted to kill men and children, he usually tar- he took himself very seriously. He thinks he is the ultimate predator, and in st- he, he would study, I mean, he was pretty fucking good at what he did. He would case the place out for weeks, he would watch you where you went, and he would meticulously plan it out. And that was really all a part of the whole thing for him. The ritual. The ritual, yeah. Behind the whole thing is just the him going through all those motions. When and he was sending off letters, right? Towards the end, okay. yeah. Towards was the it? end, he was, and then he would like he would call the police to and fuck with them, and then he ended up getting caught by a, f- a three and a half floppy disk. He's, no less. He's yeah. still alive right now. Still alive right now. He's on death row, or they didn't have. He's serving like ten sec, ten consecutive life sentences. Didn't a major killer just die in one of those uh, places? Man, like he was in solitary just, and just spoiled the end. Just sorry. Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> is that this guy? No. 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 I don't. Uh, again, this is one I don't know a ton about. Other than he in the, Colo- is he locked up in Colorado in that fucking super the supermax fucking out there, like where the Unabomber there. and all them were. I think so. I'm not sure. They probably got him set up like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> probably. This is the way. He um, was. Put, put everything. They got a bunch of Al Qaeda motherfuckers in there too with him. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He's definitely set up like. Well, Hannibal they write Lecter. their manifestos and try to publish them from there. Yeah. Oh, dude, I can't guarantee this dude's got a manifesto. Apparently, the last uh, I want to say, well, actually, I can tell you here recently was the 50th anniversary of his first kill. And um, the Wichita. Anniversary. Yeah. Oh, motherfucker. Uh, he's in prison at El Dorado Correctional yeah, Facility yeah. in Kansas. Oh, in Kansas? Oh. I they think. must keep him real locked down because by now. El Dorado. Yeah, rural Prospect Township, Butler County. He's Kansas. an old man now, right? Well, yeah, that yes. mean nobody's going to fuck him up. Look what they did to Whitey Ford. He's 78 years or old. Not Whitey Ford, but fucking um, Whitey Bulger. Oh, that yeah, yeah. In a wheelchair. They still caved his head in. <laughs> yeah, they did. Oh man, fuck em. I'm surprised they have someone hasn't done that 
fucking done this guy in because he's probably That's like said, he's treated be, like Hannibal Lecter. Maybe he only gets like yeah, like a little bit outside time every day, and then they keep him away from people so he don't have the urge to strangle him the fuck to death. I know his daughter. His daughter visits him. He, he sleeps in fuck bed, up. I think he sleeps in his bed at night and then like takes his blanket and just starts choking himself for a good time. I've he seen he some cl- weird fucking nope. pictures. Well, yeah, I mean he he would do that when he was young. He would. Um, he, he talked about in, when he was like in his teens, he would go out to the, um, the, he, they had a, like, um, a big cow bin, like a water tank. Right. And, uh, he would go out there when he was a kid and just bind himself up until he just shot ropes all over the place and just, what? man, that's a nuts proclivity. He has a small child. Like, you know what? I think I'm going to tie myself up in right. water. Right. Uh-huh. He had that, that urge from whatever, from such a young age. He didn't. I, I think it's called evil. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe, but you don't know what his parents are like, or like, so they didn't have <laughs> a lot of prenatal. Just come out wired, fucked I'm up. I guess his dad was a hard ass. Also, you well. know, also they probably didn't have like right prenatal vitamins and shit when his mom was. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows what she was eating? A lot of lead poisoning going well, on. Well, back then it was different. People uh, smoked and drank while they were oh, pregnant. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? This motherfucker. Oh yeah, it was came recommended. For, like <laughs> women at one point. <laughs> well, yeah. So you know, never actually had cocaine in the coke. Have you watched <laughs> Mad Men? Do you see how much they smoke? Yeah, no, I don't, man. I don't, yeah. I don't watch that show. They I, smoke I to have another smoke. But They well, smoke to clear their breath of the last smoke. <laughs> what, like, there's a whole, like, era of, like, between, like, 70 and, like, 1968 to, like, 19, almost 81, where there's all these fucking serial There's a book that I was um, listening to um, on BTK. It was Confessions of a Killer. Um, it was done with a, a doctor, and she had, like corresponded with btk for some time before he would um kind of he wanted she wanted to let him write his story and um that's essentially this book and in this book he talks about his mom talks about his his family his dad was kind of out of the picture he was really like strict but like not like physically so i guess he wouldn't beat him a lot but he was like real strict with his tools he was really um really clean and ocd about everything but his mom he says his mom was able to like compartmentalize things, she said, and that's kind of what he did was carp- compartmentalize his his own life from this humongously terrible thing that he's, he was doing. And he, he thought that maybe he would get some of that from her. And he kind of thought that she had mentioned that she, was to, she used to drown cats herself in gunny sacks. And he, that was something that he did as a child. So there might have been a lot more Fuck of a relationship than DNA, man. This, yeah. yeah, nature versus nurture. I don't just mean evil DNA. I mean just like sometimes people just have that evil gene, man. Like who? Sociopaths. Like, that's exist. where you would need like like the DNA test kit to go back in lineage and see where their lineage would take them to like the, like where their first Fucking man came Genghis from. Genghis Khan, probably. Dude, sociopaths either become CEOs <laughs> or serial. You killers. never know. It could take them back to some crazy like outlandish like germanic tribe that like fucking feasted on the fucking flesh of men and things at one point in time or something you did the, through dna you find out a lot of weird btk said yep. that well let's i don't want to call him btk because it's the a that's an abbreviation that he gave himself because he's a fucking tool bag because he he would write it he would write into the to like the wichita like it's catchy it is catchy, but like he was doing, like <laughs> well, he thought about it. Like, well, I need to be, and he would like he write poetry to the wet to the Wichita. Than we thought about that segment we just did a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just Probably. think about how long we thought about the the title. Yeah, man. He had like put a, a little symbol, more right? He had like a fucking. 
He had his own like trademark. Maybe. I know that the Zodiac killer, killer. Yeah, his own bat symbol. The Zodiac is that maybe what you're thinking about? No, I mean he had a symbol symbol, but like B. Yeah, he had a copyright. He registered like a sharp B. Oh yeah, that's right. He comes over the both of them, and then K is like slightly tilted. Oh, I thought maybe somebody just did that for funsies and was like, "Ooh, look at the BTK." No, he's just that edgy. He's an edgy old fuck, is what he is. I mean, it sounds like he was definitely trying to keep up with the younger generation. Yeah, he he tried to change with the times, so kids still respect him. This guy. I don't know if they respect him. They ought to be scared of his ass. Well, he was. Some people think it's the same thing terrifying individual who worked at um, ADT, the security system, would install security systems for this company and use that knowledge to do what he did. You know? He was a Boy Scout uh, troop leader. Access is everything. Access is everything for sure. (laughs) Man, and then like, and then he was in, he ended up being a um, compliance officer or animal control um, towards the end of his career, I guess, before he got caught. He's probably um, taking them animals out and fucking drowning them and shit. He's a fucking Boy Scout leader. Probably fucking them. <laughs> the, Dumb motherfucker. The, the Boy Scouts, maybe. Yeah, he might have been. Just would he know that there's been a lot of that. He, what? He had a he had a thing about <laughs> just <laughs> as a boy former Boy Scout. <laughs> I think it's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, bro. Fucked up that you didn't get picked or fucked up? A little. (laughs) (laughs) Some of us. A little jealous. God damn it, I was hot. I was spreading my shit around. Wonder why I have such self-esteem issues. All these kids got picked to be raped. You talking about about Shameless earlier, and they had that motherfucker on there who had all his basketball teammates got raped by the coach. He's the only motherfucker who didn't get touched, and he's all mad because he didn't get touched. What the fuck's wrong with me? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Uh, Thankfully, God. I don't know of any in our Boy Scout troop. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. BTK. I left early in high school. So. I didn't do Boy Scout. Fine, torture, kill. Dennis Lynn Raider. He was um, he's Pride serving 10 life his, sentences. What's picked on for his middle name? Well, maybe. <laughs> sure. He. Um, I mean, he looks like a motherfucker who probably got picked on one or two times when he was a little kid. I ain't seen young photos of him, just older photos of him, but he looked like one of them kids that sat in the back of class and just made one of them weird faces all day long. Yep. <laughs> Eight blue. So are you saying he was me? Like, or like hidden his locker and shit when people picked on him. He so. claimed to be a really poor student. I was too big to fit my locker. That's why he, he isn't do it. C plus student at best, he said. Um, he... Uh, because instead of doing homework, he was thinking about strangling bitches. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was at that age, which is fucking... Insane. I don't know, man. Like he Shit. had really, he would he would talk about how, um, the the just the idea of rope would would make his groin tighten. He said, "What? I feel this tightening?" Oh, motherfucker in groin. gym class watching everybody climb the rope, and he was down there at the stiffy, like, "Oh, I can't do it." Just wrap that around your Dude, motherfucking remember, neck, right? Do you remember oh, the burns so, on my hands? I think they only tried to make us climb the rope in like eighth grade, right? Seventh, next seventh, grade. eighth grade. I remember Maybe, when Howard was like, Howard was like, Trimpy. I stand up, look at him, I was like, Nope. I <laughs> <laughs> sat right back down. He's like, Good call. <laughs> Me and the fat kid has his advantages. There's a couple bigger kids that tried to grab on and hang on for a minute. It was like they just kind of swang back and forth on the rope. And then Howard was like, Come on, you can do it. I, I understand uh, gravity here. I don't think so. I don't have very good upper body strength, so. So not a whole lot has come out about BTK since he was arrested in 2005 and convicted of the it's 10 life sentences that he's serving. Right? So I remember coming home from school, fucking, it was all over E! Entertainment. Like, Dude, that's how I got it. not anymore, is it? I don't know. I don't it is. Cable. It, it is. I've been watching House of Villains. You got cable? 
I have YouTube TV to watch oh, football. I didn't know. But I watch a lot of reality TV. I have like every day after school, our senior year, I came home and it was like what he said in the courtroom was on fucking E Entertainment that yeah. afternoon. I was like, it's fucking. It's because it's entertaining. It was like the first uh, well court thing that I like got entranced with. Like I, that's probably how they came up with court TV. <laughs> well, no, I think that was OJ. Here recently, just in the last <laughs> August of 2022. Two other victims that might be tied to BTK. Um, they found two victims in um, his backyard uh, in, in a place that he lived in back then. What? Was uh, it Michigan? Okay, no, she lives in Michigan. Uh, Missouri. Or Missouri. Missouri. She was an Oklahoma team and a Missouri woman. Huh? You're neck of the woods. Yeah. The Oklahoma team was um, last seen at a uh, laundromat in 1976, which was uh, apparently across the street of a. Uh, of an ADT service that he had just installed in that recent time frame. So um, it's very possible. It's very possible. So that means he will have to go back to, he'll have to go back and get charged for this, right? Oh, really? I think. They may just ask him, and if he admits to it, they'll just be like, well, he's already there. It's all about closure at this point. He's already in jail. So a lot of times they won't take him to court. They'll just be like, he admitted to it. That's closure. That's the only time they take him to court now for it. They're yeah. just trying to get closure for family. And right now, his daughter is actually she's trying. Like leading a task force, right? <laughs> yeah, she's leading this task force to try and get him to uh, either admit trying to, to this. Trying to get information off him using her DNA to test against fucking other physical evidence and shit like that. Yeah. And they had, um, the police had shown um, uh, the stockings that he had used to, to choke her with and yeah, it's it kind of fits the mo of what he's been doing of what he does. He actually, he was a meticulously he would keep a diary, and I guess around the same time that he had mentioned in this diary that laundromats were a nice place to scope out for for dreams he would call them did, or projects. Did, did maybe I missed it? But did he did he ever say what the initial like trigger was for him to be like fuck it? I'm going to do I'm going to do this. Well, he was his initial um, his initial murder was was kind of a kind of an accident okay so that's how it usually starts for a lot of them right like gacy accidentally like, killed the ooh. dude who made him breakfast Dahmer accidentally that killed the dude nice. who actually liked him he he, he well, said we don't i guess it wasn't Dahmer's first kill but he killed the dude liked him or whatever and he killed him on accident yeah mm-hmm. yeah and that was that was fun i guess and then he decided to do it again yeah, after that he's like oh <laughs> fuck it i'm just gonna go crazy with it yeah just fucking lean into it i guess <laughs> can't can, Living La Vida Loca. <laughs> that kind of gave me a boner. Oh, my can't God. Flip, can't flip that switch back. <laughs> so Dennis Dennis Rader has um, pretty significant history. He's a very weird individual, I guess. Like, he would talk yep. in code. In this book, he would um, he had all these codes that he had to, like, trans. He would talk with the, with the author of the book, and she would have to, like, kind of... She, she explains it in the book. It's really complicated. It's overly complicated for this... I don't even understand why he's so incredibly complicated, but he, he <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Like he has he has keywords for everything. He's just a weird individual. So let's get into it, I guess. Dennis Rader, born in Pittsburgh, Kansas, uh, March 9th, nineteen forty five, to a bookkeeper, Dorothy May Rader. Weird or extremely complex? Both. Both. He's extremely complex individual. Maybe we're just not on his level. He just leans into fucking killing people and, and doing it on an extreme say, level. Does it ever say what his IQ was? Um, 
No, we never, um, never mentioned an C IQ plus level. Student. That would be. Yeah, yeah, said, yeah. That, does, that doesn't mean he's That's got a average, fucking. That doesn't mean he's right? got a shitty IQ level though. He just didn't give, give a shit to pay attention in school. His dad was a Kansas gas service worker at William Elvin Raider. Um, he was the oldest of four sons. Dennis was. I uh, grew up in Wichita. Um, both Shh. parents worked long and paid little attention to their children at home, and Raider described feeling ignored by his mother in particular and resenting her for it. A lot of mommy issues. And either the oldest is the most loved or the most forgotten about. Yeah. Wichita, Kansas is small, too. Yeah. They probably didn't have a whole lot of activities to do. Obviously, he was fucking tying himself up and drowning himself for fun. <laughs> From a young age, not a lot for the kids to do around here. No. Raider harbored sadistic sexual fantasy about fuck? torturing. We used to play in the streets. <laughs> quote trapped and helpless women. Uh, he also exhibited some zoosadism. Zoo sadism. You guys ever like lay on the railroad tracks when you were a kid? Like, motherfucker, I wouldn't be surprised if he was a serial killer. Though. No, because I didn't live by the railroad you guys tracks. Never did that shit. Like laid in the road, like a I truck could some... just come by and hit a motherfucker at any minute. <laughs> 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 or like laying on the railroad tracks, like putting your ear down, like I can't can you hear a train coming? Nope. I don't know. Let's lay here for a minute and see what happens. Nope, because I can I've laid hear and before. see it when it goes we when the train have, horn goes off. We used off. to um, there was like uh, hills and the trees would grow off the side of the hills or whatever, like the like the trees that were kind of not big trunk trees, but like small small trunk trees, and we would run and jump off the top of the hill and grab the top of that tree and then fucking hold on to it and swing all the way down to the ground and let the tree go. <laughs> and the fucking tree would go swinging back up as hard as fuck. Was, you know, when you're coming off the bridge, there's those slopes that go off the side of the bridge. Yeah. Right underneath there used to be a fuckload of trees, and we lived down on the south side right there, and there was a huge hill that went right underneath the bridge, and you could jump off that hill and grab the top of them trees and swing all the way down and let them go. And fucking <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. You'd hit the ground pretty hard, or sometimes they'd break out of the ground, or sometimes you'd fucking catch somebody swing and fucking take the fuck off. <laughs> Ask me what zoosadism is, Clint. Uh, Ryan, what is zoosadism? <laughs> it's torturing, killing, and hanging small animals. And I knew he was onto that shit. He's one of them type of cats that probably tied two cat's tails together and threw them over a fucking line. Nah, you had to see that. You had to say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, he he would, I guess, throw cats in gunny sacks and drown them in the river. That's He's just as bad, bro. Fuck yeah. Throw them at stop signs as you're going out. <laughs> Raider acted out what? his sexual... The <laughs> same motherfuckers we know. Or maybe you just snatch them out of the air and people throw them at you. <laughs> I think the penalty, should we should be able to do that to them. No. <laughs> yeah. I've definitely kicked a cat out of the air before. It jumped at me like it was trying to do something. Feral that's cat, self dude. Self-defense. It was. It came off a trash can at me. I was gonna say, that's different. And that's like doing totally it to a, a raccoon. And it was totally a fucking alley cat. A big one. Big yellow fucking alley cat. Spun, spun kicked that bitch, dude. Meow. Right so off. Dennis would act out his sexual fantasies of uh, for voyeurism and autoerotic asphyxiation. He was mm-hmm. doing this as a young a kid um, and cross-dressing. David Carradine. Right. Ugh. He often spied on female neighbors while dressed in women's clothing, including women's underwear that nice. he had stolen and masturbated with ropes or other bindings around his arms and neck. Well, I still jerk off manually. <laughs> <laughs> we started talking about jerking off, and I found it. That's Perfect one. It was definitely some weird asphyxiation shit. And the other one, he was dressed up like a woman's face mask and like yeah. fake hair and shit, like a wig, like a blonde wig and like a dress. Like, what? And like, he was tied down to the chair and like his neck was tied down to the chair all sideways and shit. And it's like, how do you tie, number one, tie yourself down like that? Number two, how the fuck do you get out? Yeah. Too bad the rope didn't like <laughs> slip during one of those photos and it was like neck hit off the fucking chair and just break well, it up. Well, he for talks all about mankind. how sometimes he would get so close to passing out that he almost fucked up a couple times. How many times? Like, how many imagine times? how much better world would have been if he would have actually 
killed himself. Just huh? a couple seconds more. That's right? the devil keeping him alive. Yeah. Um, like, I, like his family didn't notice rope burns all over his fucking body from him hanging himself and shit. Like, know, like man. the dude at the photo place where he got the photo shit film developed wasn't like, you're nope. doing some weird shit, pal. Like. <laughs> One hour photo is not supposed to accept these photos. Years later, <laughs> during his cooling off periods between murders, period. Raiders would take pictures wow. of himself wearing wow, women's that's clothes. That's what a serial killer is. And like a female mask. more things with a cool off period. We got a, yeah. We're calling it a cool off You have off to have period. at least three yeah, kills, I think, too, yeah. to be a serial killer. He later, like, two is just like, yeah, he killed two people. Later admitted to that he was pretending to be his victims as part of his sexual fantasy. However, Raider kept his sexual proclivities well hidden and was widely regarded. Yeah, he was out. Instead of punishing other people, he was punishing himself until he was like, I'm just scared of fucking... They can't do that. He was widely regarded in the community as normal, polite, and well-mannered. Yeah, some of these dudes will come out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. After graduating from Wichita Heights High School, Raider attended Kansas Wesleyan University. He received only mediocre grades and dropped out after a year. Um, Raider served in the United States Air Force from 66 to 70. Uh, on discharge, he moved to Park City, a suburb of Wichita. They traded about a kilo. Where he worked in the meat department of an IG yep. supermarket where his mother was a bookkeeper. Clint, like you went to college for a year, dropped out. You seem kind of normal. <laughs> well, first semester and a half, yeah. You do seem kind of like a normal dude. I didn't um, work in a meat department, though. But he went to the Air Force. They definitely taught him hand-to-hand combat. He would totally be able to hold someone down and put them in a chokehold and fucking, you know. He sub- talks. Subdue them. He He's talks about after technique. the first murder. He was like, it's incredibly hard to suffocate somebody. So he had to take. He, he, he takes, buys a, a squeeze ball to start takes like working five, his hands takes, out. Yeah. Takes like five minutes. I'll to never forget somebody. that shit. Him on the fucking yeah. stone yeah. saying all that shit. Like, yeah. uh, after this one, I uh, simply grabbed her by the left hand, twisted. Yeah, yeah like Why doesn't he just jerk off more like a normal dude? So, so nonchalant. Like none other. He couldn't. That shit haunted my dreams. But yeah, it takes like four or five minutes to suffocate a motherfucker. I guess the internet. It wasn't around like prolific back so, then. Yeah. He probably seen it on go to t- movie theaters and beat off. He probably seen it on TV <laughs> and like Michael Myers choked somebody out in like ten seconds. And he was like easily done, and it was like four or five minutes, and he was like still like, nope. holding on. A what the fuck is happening? Why is this not working? <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you dying? Raider married Paula Dietz on May twenty second, nineteen seventy one. They had two children, Carrie and Brian. He, he attended Butler County Community College in El Dorado, earning an associate's in electronic engineering technology in seventy three. He then enrolled in Wichita State University and graduated in 79 with a Bachelor of Science, uh, majoring in Administration of Justice. He was studying he was studying justice and law, that kind of law degree, while he was murdering. While he was, <laughs> while he was doing all of this shit. Dude, that means, seems to me like he was, if he would have gotten a law degree, he would have represented you, himself if yeah. he got busted. Could you say maybe it's a little bit more? I could add that in the premeditation Dude, portion yeah, of it. Imagine that being a part of your e fucking shit that you were watching after school, Dick. The fucking serial killer representing himself on well, the E channel because he's got a law degree. Fucking Ted Bundy did that, right? He didn't have a law degree, though, did he? Oh, also, I forgot about this. This is pretty interesting. He also, he, Raider initially worked as an assembler for the Coleman Company. Coleman, like the fucking Coleman Grills, Coleman Outdoor stuff. Nice. An outdoor supplies company. Huh. Totally fix your grill if you want me to. Fuck yeah. He then worked as a wit at the Wichita base office ADT Security Services, which I don't think ADT is too proud of that. You don't think Do they put it on a planner? <laughs> you think, think JC's is proud of John Wayne Gacy? Or oh, what? They might. I think they, KFC, they might be. KFC still uses a chicken little. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. You don't think they, they have a banner home of BTK I've never above home office? <laughs> Look what he did to them. We can protect you from that. 
Look how much he knew about them. That's what we'll know about I you. I bet there's somebody somewhere like Dick who does sell like girls like that and like, hey, you know, one time BTK Killer used to work for it and like, <laughs> right. probably uses that as a sales pitch to get <gasps> people to buy girls. Do you, do you <laughs> think, I'm not even shitting you. I guarantee there's a motherfucker out there. Probably right. Do you think their top salesman of the year is called the BTK salesman of the you year? Know. I, He's a killer I salesman. Think he got the Chris Benoit treatment in ADT. Maybe. Uh, nope. They're going to take as much publicity. What's that? I'm interested in the Chris Benoit well, after treatment. After Chris Benoit oh killed gosh. his family and all that shit, fucking yeah. WWE never mentioned him the fuck again and yep. scrubbed him from their incomplete well, library. Like, it's hard. Well, first they did the big other. big red nose and they fucking, uh, they, they had a huge fucking memorial show for him. The yep. Night, yeah. The night before. Like, so on that, it happened on like a Sunday night because well, there was a pay-per-view. Like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then, well, they found out about it on the Sunday night of the pay-per-view. This and could then, be an episode we could teach Ryan and for on the and, then, yeah. and then Monday Night Raw happens, and instead of having Monday Night Raw happening because they knew that Benoit's no. whole family was dead, but they Benoit didn't know the circumstances. Show. Yeah, they had the tribute show, and it had all the wrestlers on there talking about how much they missed him and loved him, and you know what? Sure, see, see you in heaven, brother. That type of stuff. Yeah. What maybe a day and a half it later? Was Tuesday on fucking uh, ECW, Vince McMahon opens it up, and he's like. Uh, Obviously, more information has come to light about the Benoit murders, and you will never hear his name ever again. Yeah, and then, and you never have. When the network, like, like yep. there's whole wrestler, like Kurt Angle, you can't even tell Kurt Angle's whole story. Like, have like documentaries about That's Kurt Angle because his best matches. Eddie with, Guerrero, yeah, dude. Eddie Guerrero is like less of a thing now because his yeah. the main event of WrestleMania 20. Wow. That's why I don't think it's he like should be stricken from the wrestling books. I understand what he did, but his they still son, talk. They still talk it's like about like trying to be a wrestler, and it's like, hey, ain't nobody ever gonna fucking. Well, give they, they cut his family off too. So like, it came out when they did like the Dark Side of the Ring about him. They cut his family off too. Yeah, his uh, wife yeah. was his a, one remaining son. The only person who talked to him was Chris Jericho. His wife was a manager back in the 80s, early 90s, and they don't talk about her and she actually was a good manager it was like she did good shit in wrestling and they just kind of cut her oh, out yeah, but, woman. It, but it's welcome just, to beyond the mat it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> this is beyond the mat even even they're on the yeah, network is there already a show called yeah. beyond the mat yeah, sure. there's a movie. okay so even on the network when they started it they cut all the commentary of people saying chris benoit's name out they cut his really? entrances out and they even edged him out of some of their shows really? there's a like ah. they put back like shows whole like wrestlemania 20 you can get on the network and watch or whatever but it comes with a fucking it come thing with like a caveat? Says, there's uh, you can't search his name to find a match but you can search his opponent and see the match and see the match there's so like say you search I like ray mysterio fair, you would find his match with the ray mysterio there's but if you a, search uh, his name you won't find anything there's a famous smackdown they had where they did a TLC match, which was called the Tables, Ladders, and Chairs. Sure. And it was something that they don't normally do on regular TV, so they did it on TV. The tag, yep. te- the tag team champions at the time were Chris Jericho and Chris Benoit. And then it was four tag teams in this match. When they re-brought it out on the network after all that happened, they brought it's, it's on there again now. They have the whole match on there. Yeah. They edited it, so it looked like Chris Jericho was wrestling all by himself. And then they edited the match down to every time Benoit had a spot, it just cut that out of the match completely. So it cut like probably a good 25 minutes out of the match, and the match made no fucking sense whatsoever. Jericho just looked like the ultimate badass. He'd jump from one side, he's (laughs) beat up in one photo, next side he's on top of something. It was edited so strange because they tried to cut him out of everything that they did and shit. Wow. But I think ADT took advantage of this. Yeah. Like, look how much he knew about them. (laughs) We'll protect you. Look at the information we get. Look what we got. Benoit, not too different from the BTK killer, definitely strangled his family today. (laughs) Fucking definitely, yeah. So like totally different. Uh, 
We need uh, to talk Benoit about Benoit. Benoit killed his family. Didn't BTK get, didn't kill his family. He didn't family. get extra, no, but he did strangle him. So. You know what? I think we need to do a Benoit episode. We're going to do a Benoit I think episode. we'll argue too much because we all think we know way more than each other. About it. <laughs> well, yeah. we'll put someone in charge of one storyline. We're going to stick to it. You'll have to do it behind the scenes that we don't know what's going on because one of us will be insulted. <laughs> <laughs> I think Why didn't he ins- pick me again? I think, it, I think it was Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> so not only working for ADT security, he was also a census field operator, apparently supervisor for the Wichita area so he also would go from house to house doing your census <laughs> how many people live here bedroom just okay. you what's the layout of the house huh? upstairs yeah, around so the corner wild. Do you always are bathroom you bathroom to the left or the right when do you leave you had access to <laughs> you're telling me you work from home and people don't see you for days straight you know what That's nowadays strange. you don't even gotta do that you just gotta look at the back of somebody's van and they'll tell you how many kids dogs and fucking people they got in their house right <laughs> as, they're, as they're driving by all their you know stickers. I get so mad seeing I do not give a fuck how many people are in that car <laughs> yeah but you know who does somebody like the BTK killer I guess, yeah. In May of 1990, put yourself out there, people. May of 91, uh, Raider became a dog catcher and a compliance officer for Park City. Uh, this position, neighbors called him um, as being sometimes overzealous and extremely strict, little, as well as taking power went to his head. Oh, it sounds like his dad to me. He would take special uh-huh. pleasure in bullying and harassing single women. This is the way. One neighbor <laughs> complained that Raider killed her dog for no reason. Uh, Raider was what a, a piece was a member of Christ <laughs> Lutheran Church. No, nah, he, Christ- he liked to torture small he, animals. He sounds like a good Christo he fascist douchebag. He was well. He was a good member of the Christ, Christ Lutheran Church in Fuck Wichita, and had been elected president of the church council. Wow. Also, a Cub Scout leader, the ultimate. <laughs> do you think that they father let, figure? Th- right. No, I guess the preacher gets to do all the uh, diddling. Uh, the butthole diddling. Well, no, I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say baptizing. What? Well, yeah. So you think he tried to drown some kids? He too? might have held, held him under for a couple extra seconds. <laughs> Do you think he's the video that <laughs> the one priest that's got his head in there? Just don't like, worry, <laughs> that's just the Lord's getting in. That's just the Lord getting into. I wasn't that's think- just the demon leaving. There was one pre-installed. I wasn't thinking diddling at all. I was just thinking about him holding people oh. underwater and strangling them. Sorry, my it. mind went straight to the diddling. Just grab him right by the face and fuck. <laughs> you know when they dip you underwater, give you a baptismal, and then they pull you right back out and they hold your nose closed? Maybe you hold him under there for a second longer shit, or two. Yeah. July 26, 2005, after Raiders arrest, his wife was granted an emergency divorce, waiving the normal 60-day waiting I period. Bet. In an interview with ABC in 2019, Raiders' daughter Carrie said she still writes to her father and has now forgiven him, but still struggles to reconcile with the with the BTK Carol killer stating her child seemed normal and that they were a quote normal American family forgiven him for well and murder and and what's his body count is a lot right well besides the last two that they found in August it was confirmed 10 how, what did point. he just give it up but like suspected like like well many many more right the let's read this article here this just this just came out in August so he was Started with the re-examination of this disappearance of Cynthia Kinney, the 16-year-old cheerleader who was last seen at a laundromat in Pahuska, Oklahoma. Um, Raider worked for ADT security at the time at the bank across the street. Um, the law enforcement has un- been un- unable to determine whether Raider was working or who installed at that time, but that's around the same time. I just seen her and watched her for a couple different days or a couple different times she come in or just seen her and was like, you know what? Boom, got one. Osage <laughs> County Sheriff Eddie Verdon told Cake <laughs> K-A-K-E-T-V 
that he decided to investigate the possible link between Raider and Kenny's disappearance when he learned that Raider had included the phrase, quote, bad laundry day in his writings. Um, <laughs> such a fucking... T- <laughs> or maybe like, he went there to do some laundry and seen her in there and it just the urge fucking took over and he fucking did it. Under Sheriff Gary Upton said the investigation, quote, spiraled out from there into other unsolved murders and missing persons cases. They did include the death of a 22-year-old Shauna Beth Garber, whose body was discovered in December of 1990 in McDonald County, Missouri. An autopsy revealed that she had been raped, strangled, and restrained with different bindings about two months before her body was found. Um, as part of that investigation, authorities conducted a dig this week near Raiders' former home, Kansas, pro- Kansas City property, excuse me, former Kansas property in Park City. Raiders attorney Bob Ridden, Ridnor said he had no comment. Probably Ridner. Ridner? <laughs> maybe. That's all you got. I didn't read it, but maybe Ridner. I could be wrong. It's crazy, crazy shit. So maybe 12 more. I mean, he 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 seems to like cuz in the in the book that he that we that I was reading it's, it seems to have covered everything. He doesn't claim to like have any other ones that Really? You know, but I don't know, like never admit to things you don't, you're not, you know. <laughs> I don't know because he was writing and trying to get clout and fame for the shit anyway. It seems to me like he probably had no reason to hide anything, kind of like Gacy in the end. I don't, I mean, he might, I think Gacy did so many, he forgot about it, how many he did. But like in BTK killers instance, like I, I think the dude wanted to get caught for whatever fucked up reason, probably because it was the ultimate thrill. Mm. To not to have like the cops right at your nutsack and not really have them like them nipping at your heels or whatever. Maybe that was Get a that real adrenaline rush maybe, out of it. Maybe the only evidence a... they had against him was the fucking one of the letters was written on fucking the church computer. Yeah, like, saved yeah. on a floppy disk. Yeah. He would then, like, do deleted. Yeah, it was an old deleted file that had the Did church's some, like someone come across the back then or something. No, the, he would send these these like taunting bullshit letters to yeah. the police. Yeah, that's Sent what I'm saying. Physical yeah. and they had came ac- well, that's the, why I don't think he would have hi- held anything back because fucking, you know. The police dug into me. it and found it, and then they, they were able to pin it on. The, there was one man who fit the description, right? I think he was like, it got him famous for whatever reason. He never did anything his whole entire life. Like he said he was an average fucking, like, student or not a good student. He was never popular, never did shit. Probably rode that fucking wave, man. <laughs> I'm going to be popular now. You know what I mean? Like, look what I did. January 15th, 1974, four members of the Otero family were murdered in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, the, vic- the victims were Joseph Otero Sr., Julia Maria, Julia Otero, Joseph or Joey Otero II, and Josephine or Josie Otero, 11. He was n- the boy was nine. The father was 38, and the mom was 33. Um, I have here... Insane that he's able to move around a house like that and sh- like kill everyone inside of it without like a fucking fu- no one fought back or anything like right. The ultimate There's, predator, man. He's the ultimate predator. This is why he down. he feels. Yeah, I- I'll explain here. He this knows is the a, layouts of the house uh, from the security. A motherfucker he knows who's in there. Insane. He knows what he has to, to bring come up with. in my fucking house and I wouldn't oh. be fighting him to the death. He's also like, military trained. You'd right. have to have me in my sleep because if not, fucking. Well, there's some. It takes him 12 minutes to come downstairs, use the bathroom, Honestly, and get I, a drink glass of water. Like I see some of the shit where they're like, oh, well, he had a knife and you ordered me and my husband on the ground. Like, nah, you both should have fought the motherfucker. Plenty of time to take One of you might have got stabbed, but there's more of a chance of you living and fighting the fucking dude than rather than him holding you down with a knife and then raping your old lady and killing you both anyway. Yeah, let's use this as a moment to to educate the public. Like, I get it. People are scared in that moment or whatever, but fucking Attack. fight. Attack. 
Yeah, fucking don't fight. Don't fucking fight. Fucking fight. You, you don't have any gun. reason fucking not to. Fight. You're gonna die anyway. You don't have any you reason might as not well to. Take a person has to try to survive. Right. A Evidence knife will be probably gathered at that point because you'll have their skin cells underneath your arm. I don't like, give a fuck if you gotta stuff. fucking grab them by the ball sack, bite yeah, them, man. claw their fucking eyes out, scream at the top of your yeah, lungs. Yeah, just like go a straight bitch. balls for if it's a dude. Bite them in the throat. Do whatever you gotta do to fucking kill a motherfucker. <sighs> fight back, you know. The following passage is, is I'm gonna read here is a uh, transcript of. Um, uh, Raider's first kill as written by him. This is his firsthand experience. This is what he had talked about. And it, some of the, some of the, uh, the, the con some of the uh, syntax is really weird how he talks. So if it sounds strange, it's That's what I said. just he's, because he's a he, fucking uh, weird guy. Is yeah. this from him on the stand? Uh, this was from him who he had wrote to this doctor um, oh, in this book that I had uh, just wrote. <clears throat> Uh, the stalking stage is when you walked in on them. Um, I'd watch the houses in the Otero neighborhood, even if they were gone on the day that I picked. I would take up a next one if I if I had to change to someone else. I could. I brought rough hemp. I bought rough hemp rope, one quarter inch thick, at the drugstore at the southeast corner of Hillside organic. and East Central magazines, and shopped for bondage items, much like in In Cold Blood. The two killers and the Clutter family projects, naming each according to their specific characteristics he would shop they would the clutter family were killed he's what he's talking about is in the truman compote story in cold blood the murderers who killed the clutter family did similar thing they would shop before the murder they would get you know all these bondage items to tie he, the family so up. he was inspired by a book it sounds like correct doing all this shit to me um this would become a little this project he would call little mechs to accomplish it, he had driven and walked by the house a few times, formulated a ruse, pretending that he was a wanted man. He believed that he would make the woman feel slightly safer. Hey, I'm on the run from the cops. I'm not here to do anything. I just need your car. I need some food, and I need some money. Boom. I'm your friend. Probably easier That's ways to get plan. inside somebody's yeah. house. More sure that she would probably survive the encounter. You win. He says, if people think that they are going to be okay and that they're going to be out of harm's way, and basically there's nothing, you're, you're going to have a minimum struggle. I'd be like, fuck and, you, buddy. I'm going in the house. And you win. That's what BTK does. And, and, and you win. And you win. Now it's time to tie him up. Yeah. Uh -huh. Run up to my house talking about I'm on the run fuck the cops. Can you help me? I'm going to be These like, fuck you. tie themselves up, basically. Yeah. So, so Driving did, so did, in. So did, so did Gacy's people. Yeah. Yeah. See a magic trick? Driving into Wichita. He said, I dressed in my Air Force parka and drove to the area in my white Chevy Impala. I parked in the parking lot at the store at the Edgemore and Central across the street and walked north on the first side west of Edgemore to the house 803. So he, he's getting closer to the house and it's becoming a game to him. He says, um, this is becoming more of a game as I come closer to the house, pushing it to the limit. The fantasy becomes to crystallize. And he arrives precisely at 8.20 because he knew the family's routine. The man in the house left for work by 8. Like a deer hunter. The older kids have been taken to school all already. I actually had second thoughts seeing the dog prints in the snow. His boner was too so, big at this point. He had to go. He's walking up to I the door. Maybe his heart was warmed by the puppy in the family, but I guess he's like strangled Grinch, animals. Like the Grinch style? Like, I mean. He it's needs another to reason be. another motherfucker come up my house. I got two dogs now. 100% yeah, in control. <laughs> Two. Watch out. One's real big. One of them take doorknob. The other one's going to be big, big. 
If they let it out, it would surely bark at me or attack me. I wasn't afraid, but I could not predict its actions. He says, I had my cords with me. Some were already pre-knotted. I had my gun, a 22 LR Woodsman auto target pistol. Not a big gun. But I have not yard cased this house yet. If I had yard cased the house, I would have seen the dog and I probably not would not have pursued this kill. I'd even visited the small library at the Oliver and Central. He calls them to make sure that someone's home, gives them the wrong number excuse. Oh, shit. Sorry, wrong number. Mm. Knows that they're home. He walks up to the porch, notices the dog prints on the porch, and then the door opens. The back door opens, and my nightmare and their nightmare became one. Gun in hand, I went in. All except Mr. Otero were present in the room. He came in from the bedroom at the sound of his wife's voice. Mr. Otero thought it was a joke put up by his brother-in-law. He also noticed my Air Force parka. Uh, I quickly grabbed him by the back collar. I show him the gun. I told him it was a 22 LR with hollow points and a hair trigger. I told him it's I needed money trigger. and food and, wanted, and was wanted by the police. And I was, I was AWOL from the Air Force. I located their car keys, the purse, and his wallet. They told me the car was empty on gas. I guess they didn't have very much money, he says. Mr. Otero said I could take the typewriter from the southwest bedroom and pawn it for gas money. After, after I got in the house, I lost control. The dog was a real problem, so I asked Mr. Otero to put the dog to get the dog out. It was a short-haired dog that didn't like to be cold, so they first put it in the bedroom or the basement. But it carried on so much, I finally had it finally had to go outside. So I hung on to Mr. Otero's collar and watched Mrs. Otero closely, threatening them the whole, the whole time. Yeah, the dog was going, you need to fuck this guy up the whole time. Uh, if they didn't cooperate, Mr. Otero told the family to be calm and do as he said. Raider then acquired Joseph Watch in the kitchen, or I removed it after he died, I don't remember. After going through with the plan to kill them, he ends up strangling Mr. Otero, strangling Mrs. Otero, and going after, and, and, then, and then strangling Joey Otero. As he's strangling Joey, the mom comes back too, so he has to go back and try and strangle her to death. She falls unconscious. Now he goes back to kill Joey, kills Joey finally, by putting a plastic bag, a t-shirt. The boy struggles for a minute, falls off the bed to the floor, doesn't struggle anymore, he's dead. He goes back and his Joseph now comes to, he starts to choke Joseph and kill Joseph now. Now all three of, the, three of them are dead. Josephine is still tied up in her room. Mm -hmm. He takes her downstairs mounts her onto a sewage pipe, takes her clothes off, masturbates, strangles her. So the DNA stuff they have nowadays, they would have caught that dude. They would have caught him in a fucking heartbeat. He left so much DNA everywhere, everywhere he went, dude. The Otero murders was in January 15th of 74. April 4th of 74, he breaks, breaks into the Wichita home of 21-year-old Catherine Doreen Bright through her screen door, but was taken aback to discover her 19-year-old brother, Kevin Bright, was also present. He transported... Uh, Catherine to another bedroom, tied her down after forcing Kevin, who was held at gunpoint, to restrain his sister with a rope that Raider had provided. Uh, Raider attempted to strangle Catherine to death before stabbing her three times in the back and lower abdomen with a knife when she struggled too much. Kevin was also strangled and shot in the head before feigning death and escaping. He ends up, actually, if I remember right, yeah, he gets shot in the face and then runs out and like, like runs out in front of a car to get help. Um, but he survives. 
Um, At least Mark said it was an extremely small gun that he, he had. That he we had uh, 22, yeah. 22 long so rifle. It's, it's like a plink. It's like a target practice gun. I mean, it can kill a guy, but you could also survive getting shot in the head by it. Obviously, yeah, yeah he got shot in the face, so it didn't go completely. I mean, it is the same size bullet as a AR, but it's a lot smaller, like slower. So he has a basically a three-year hiatus now. This is his cooling off period. This is when he starts taking pictures of himself I tied up. I still don't like that cooling off period. That's right? a weird name because weird. Like, whenever you go for like like a like a run and track or like cross country or some shit and you get done and you're fucking you have like a cool down run. Or like cool a off lap. Yeah, it makes basically. you stronger. <laughs> run, well, run a little lap that's a little bit slower than the they, rest of them. Cool I off think just a little bit. So you don't pull an ankle. I think or, not only yeah, do, do like social scientists put call it cooling, a cooling off period, but I think that they the serial killers themselves were kind of refer to that period as they're cooling they'll, off. They'll like I was fucking, but I I had to take it back because I was going too far. <laughs> yeah. Got a little out of hand last time. A little time. out of hand, a little well, crazy. They'll, like re, they'll like go over it in their heads and refine their techniques and be like, next time, I'm bringing this. It's strange to me how they can put Pandora back in the box. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. It never really gets put back in the box. No, well, I close it about like, halfway. Yeah. Look how, like, and the it toy becomes chest is more always frequent open. and more frequent. But look right? how meticulous you know? he was with that first one. Even, like, the dog, like, footprints threw him off instantly and he was like so maybe every time he kept like thinking yeah. about it something always just went wrong and he just never did it he again. was a poor student in school which means he was also <laughs> a poor student at fucking preparing to kill people he's fucking stupid ah march 17th 1977 25 year old shirley ruth relford was found dead in her wichita home raider was pursuing a nearby potential target that ended up not being in her house when he randomly located relford by following her five-year-old son Raider entered their residence and pulled a handgun out from under his jacket, frightening the family. After tying up her three children and locking them in the bathroom, Raider then took Relford to the back bedroom. Raider had Shirley restrained while she vomited before, try- before tying her legs to, the bed- to her bedpost. He then strangled her with a rope after placing a plastic bag over her head while her children screamed and banged down in the, ho- in the hallway. Uh, similar to the Otero murders, Raider intended to murder Relford's children, Although they were ultimately able to escape before they before he could do so, they were able to sneak out of the bathroom window. Jesus, um, you almost don't want to survive something like that. Fuck right. The bad thing too is he looks looks like like almost every other normal like older dude, just a fucking regular guy so it'd be with a mustache, to, right? It'd be kind of hard to pick him out, really. If you, I mean, there's like fucking 500 white dudes that are fucking half bald and fucking got mustaches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. Raider noticed a 25-year-old Nancy Joe Fox going into her Wichita home. He marked her as a potential victim and began stalking her. On December 8, 1977, Raider knocked on her door, and when nobody answered, he cut the phone lines before breaking in to watch Fox in her kitchen. Fox's murder would be described as, by Raider as, quote, what I call a perfect, a perfect hit. Although she gave me a lot of verbal static, she cooperated and she didn't fight me. I had complete control over her. That's why that's why it was one of the more more enjoyable kills, as I call them. Quote. Raider killed Fox by strangling her with his belt on her bed, although before she died, Raider told her that he was responsible for the prior Otero murders the following day. Raider called the police from a phone booth telling them that they would find Fox's body at her home. But that was the ultimate admitting the kills been right before oh, killing yeah. somebody. You know that like kills she saw his O face now it's your turn. That's me. She saw his O face as he was killing her because he admitted it. She found out and she's like, fuck, I'm really going to die. It's fucking wild. 
Dark. That's that's heavy. Dark. Heavy motherfucker, dude. In early '78, Raiders sent another. um, Wait, hang on a second. Where am I at here? I don't know. Yeah, so he calls the police from the phone booth, telling them that they would find Fox's body at her home. In early '78, Raiders sent a letter to television station KAKE in Wichita, um, claiming responsibilities for the murder of the Oteros, Brights and then Relfords and Fox. He suggested many possible names for himself, such as BTK. He demanded immediate attention in the second letter, stating, saying, quote, how many do I have to kill before I get a name in the paper or some national attention? Mom didn't give me enough enough attention. A poem was was enclosed titled, Oh, Death to Nancy. That was the name of the, the, the... the, the poem, a parody of the lyrics to the f- American folk song, Oh Death. Hmm. In the letter, he claimed to be driven to kill by, quote, Factor X, which he calls, um, he, he mentions that early on in his life when he would feel that kind of tightness in his groin. He said that was Factor X. Do you think he's a mutant? Like he's Professor fucking, X? He's a fucking mutant, bro. Well, he's got that X gene, right? He, he calls he's it Factor X. It's like the dude from Tosh.0 that thought he was a superhero or whatever. He also refers to His himself. His superpower is getting boners when he strangles people. Take to the people. next X level. <laughs> he, he refers to himself and other serial killers as minotaurs. He really has he everybody on a pedestal. He is not half man, half bull. I mean, maybe, the dragon on, on the map. maybe on another plane of existence he is. Like I've played enough God of War. He is not a minotaur. He <laughs> uh, characterized Factor X as a supernatural element in, that also motivated Jack the Ripper, son of Sam, and in demon the hillside form, stranglers. He, in demon form, he might be a minotaur. Demon, uh, during this time, Raider also intended to have killed others, such as 63-year-old Anna Williams, who uh, in 1979 escaped death by returning home much later than expected. Raider ex- explained during his confession that he became obsessed with Williams and was, quote, absolutely livid when she evaded him. <laughs> he spent hours waiting f- at her home and became impatient and left when she did not return home from, her vi- from visiting friends. Um, yeah, so he would break into your house and wait in your fucking house. And then just chill while you're out smoking a cigarette in your living room and then wait till you fall asleep and then. Marine Hedge. Oh, Clint has nightmares about that. 53. He's got her locked down tight. I passwords and I shit. I got two dogs. They, they ain't gonna let fucking motherfuckers <laughs> up in this house. Okay. Not, you know there's somebody hiding in the closet. They go in the closet half the fucking time. <laughs> Marine Hedge 53 was found on May 5th, 85 at East 53rd Street uh, North between North Webb Road and North Greenridge Road in Wichita. In 85? 85. So how long was it in between? So this last one, um, yeah, he tried to kill someone in 79. It's insane to me how many people he tried to kill and they got away and he still didn't get caught. Like, and then he got away with so many he had kills. A, he had a slump for seven years. Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, he took this woman's Man, body. Couldn't quite ha- get it done. That's a hard case of blue balls. This is the woman that he takes to Christ Lutheran Church where he was president of the church council and poses her in bondage on the pew or on the on the what's well, fucked up on the, the pulpit. And oh, takes pictures. Man, now it's there, not sacred anymore. He photographed her bar- body in various bondage positions. Hey. Raider had previously yeah. stored blast, black, <coughs> black plastic sheets yeah. and other materials at church in preparation for the murder, and then later He's dumped like the Dexter. body in a remote ditch. Two women the Raiders stalked in the 1980s, 
and one of whom he stalked in the mid-90s filed restraining orders against him. One of them also changed her address to avoid him. Um, Dexter killed someone in a church. I think, that, yeah, they probably picked like up some... season six or something like that? Uh, that's not real. Well, they picked <laughs> it up from something, didn't they? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm it sure they a lot like Dexter. I'm sure they stole a lot from a lot of Dexter may killers. have come out 30 years later, so but this just, is awful. Just so you know, that, that shit probably... We can see, oh, my, what an original idea that was. It Maybe wasn't. he's a time traveler. I don't think so. <laughs> September 16th, 1986, Raider strangles 28-year-old Vicki Lynn Weggerly to death with a nylon stocking in her house in Wichita. Raider enters the residence by pretending to be a telephone repairman. Uh, Raider rearranged her clothes post-mortem and took a number of photographs of her nude body. That's the shit they showed on Mindhunter. Raider's final victim, mm-hmm. a 62-year-old Dolores Erline D. Davis, was found dead on February 1st, 1991 at West 117th Street North and North Meridian Street in Park City, Kansas. Raider had killed her on January 19th, 19th by strangling her with pantyhose. August 23, 2023, the Associated Press reports that Raider was considered the prime suspect in two further killings in Oklahoma and Missouri. Authorities discovered, quote, possible trophies from victims after launching a search for evidence at his former Kansas home, resulting in the investigation of Raider's potential involvement in additional unsolved disappearances and murders. 16-year-old Cynthia Dawn Kinney was last seen in Osage, Oklahoma, um, this is the one where she was at the laundromat and he was suspected to be um, putting, installing the uh, security system at the bank across the street. Bad laundry day, right? Bad laundry day. Bet he had a van. <laughs> a bank was having a you new ADT alarm. Guy? Sure, he had no, an he ADT had an van for sure. He had a fucking uh, repair van. I guarantee <laughs> he threw it right in the back of it. All I know is he's right Closed the door real quick, well. drove off. Raider had allegedly claimed to have, quote, 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 fantasized about kidnapping a girl from the laundromat. Uh, Raider had denied involvement in the murder. Um, Sheriff Verdon had stated that he believes Raider's denial is because being tied to a murder in Oklahoma could open him up to a retrial and the death penalty, I guess. Uh, I guess if they have the death penalty still in Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, Osage they're is a weird fucking place anyway. Ooh, surprised man. nobody killed his ass anyway. I'm Can you sure imagine? a lot of Oklahoma's a weird place. He's yeah. going to get retried for this, be found guilty, be sentenced to death. Ain't that a bring his ass? That's an Indian f- reservation, anyway, ain't it? What's that? It used to be Osage. I don't know. Oklahoma. Well, Most yeah, of Oklahoma is an Indian reservation. Yeah, they own the interstate. So I mean, it I mean it'd be just justification for everything he's done. You know, he's he's lived long enough after he's done all this shit. I mean, yeah. someone probably should have just shot him on the spot and killed him. I feel like that's what they should do. Well, and like what's worse is like he... Instead of putting him in prison to rot for 100 years and taking up space for some other criminal. And he like, has this photographic memory, so he's just replaying all what, this over and over and over. Whatever happened to the firing squad for the people bank like this? Spank bank forever, right? Yeah, dude. Uh, like I said, whatever happened to the firing squad for people like this? They have the electric Human chair. rights. 22-year-old Shauna Beth Garber formerly known as Grace Doe, was found murdered in McDonald County, Missouri on December 2nd, 1990. An I mean, autopsy revealed that she had been raped, strangled, and hogtied with six different types of corbs, cords about two months before her body was found. You were going to say something? How many, time, how many people did he kill total? Well, ten prior to these two that they found. That's fucking one bullet for every person you killed, buddy. <laughs> Straight up. That's fair as fair. Eye for an eye, right? Yeah. Garber went missing from Topeka, Kansas on November 3rd. Her remains were identified in 2021. 
In 2023, authorities announced that Raider was the prime suspect in Shauna's murder due to photographic evidence found in one of his journals, which tied him to the crime scene. That's interesting. That's interesting. We're going to see what that is further here. There's a, a link here I'm going to find. I'd shoot him in 10 different spots, and the last one would be the kill, <laughs> the last one would be the kill shot. Let him suffer, a little, uh, let him suffer a little bit. How many well, of them yeah, people? How many of them people you think? Law. How many of them people you think suffered? And that shit was against the law. I get well, it. I really get it. I, it's just I don't like people having that. I think there needs to be there needs <laughs> to be special judgment for horrible people like that. Like I just well, that's what the court's for. Yeah. Well, he is. Um, yeah, he's probably going to get retried. I think that's probably what's going to happen. I bet that's what's going to end up happening for Mister 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 Raider here. I hope it's quick. And swift and fucking just like we gotta get this done like the next He'll six months because we got a deal. we got the Super Bowl coming up. Uh, we gotta get well, this done in the next couple of days. I could see him probably getting getting the death penalty and then admitting year. more to more murders in other states. And being retried, to try to get more trials and, and more stretch time. it out, yeah. stretch it out. Maybe unless he just starts admitting to bullshit that ain't you know. Yeah. He it's likes like, we know, give him like another couple of years. We know. You remember that we, Mr. Hitchhiker? We yeah, know. We yeah, know. Yeah, Bundy, we know. Bundy did that one. Not you. Get out of here. Well, that's what uh, Henry Lee Lucas. Uh, he's a famous serial killer who's yeah, he, claimed to have yeah. like, killed hundreds and hundreds of people. Didn't the confession use, killer. Didn't? Who, yeah. Didn't they use uh, Ted Bundy to help them? Or no, maybe it was Jeffrey Dahmer to help them catch Ted Bundy. Wasn't it something like that? Bundy to to like profile Dahmer, Dahmer that's right? what it they, was. he would probably be like this and they would something like they used one, that one of them killer to help catch the do other the one, one for BTK yeah. the whole main God. point of why Mindhunter's in it early god damn it fuck off get <laughs> Netflix get Mindhunter back on immediately fuck uh, I think Monster might have taken its place I don't know maybe god of- damn it get David Fincher to write a, to direct another fucking season <laughs> fuck Maybe he's making a movie. He is. Well, he made the the Killers, right, with Michael Fassbender. Oh, I want to watch that. Yeah. Well, that's BTK Part One. Um, we're gonna do a Part Two, I guess, and do uh, do the trial and the do up. The do up, do a diddly, diddly <laughs> dumb. We could probably. Diddly-dum. I don't know if you if we can or not. If, if there's some way we can figure it out, you could probably play extras from him out on trial talking about. Yeah, you know, I could probably look and see if we could find some audio excerpts and. Maybe bring him into the. Him talking, I guarantee he, there's he, the entertainment. He said he was right up on the stand <laughs> on national TV talking about how he, you know, what he did and how he did it and everything. Yeah. So his story is still evolving today, which is strange, um, unfortunate to see, I guess. But at the same time, maybe he'll get his ass fucking put in the dirt. I kind of hope so. If not, maybe someone will catch him in a prison yard and beat it, beat the shit out until he dies. Yeah. Well, they they've been fucking treating him like. Uh, and if not, maybe the grace yeah. of God will come down and just strike him down with a fucking heart attack. Pow, you're he dead. He's 78. Yeah. That'd be, too, that'd be too easy for him, right? Or cancer. You never know. Anything. Asshole cancer would probably work for this guy. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe, for sure. Maybe, maybe throat cancer so he could just fucking have God strangle him to death. Well, folks, that's episode number nine. Um, you can reach us out at uh, beyondtheordinarypodcast at gmail.com. Um, we have a website now, beyondtheordinarypodcast.com. We have some merch on there. Um, some stickers, some T-shirts. Uh, we're gonna have some links. I have some links to um, to buy episodes. Um, if you enjoy what we're doing, support us by buying the episodes. Or there's a little donation thing if you want to buy us a coffee or something. That'd be cool too. I don't care. If you show us some support, we'll um, 
we can only grow from here, right? So um, thanks for hanging out with us. Um, anybody else got anything cool to say? <laughs> no. No, <Nah>, man. <laughs> I don't know. There's not much else to say, we I guess. come back next time with some... Are we just going to do BTK2 next time, or you got an well, idea for what the next episode we've is? Got, we've got um, the end of November coming up. We've got some potential... Um, for um, I think we might be doing a JFK episode. Um, yeah, and there's plenty of killers left. Oh God, there's so many. <sighs> there's aliens. We ain't done Mothman yet. We gotta do Mothman. Mothman's on the list. And fucking Sassama Squatch. Wall of weird. We're gonna do no, some aliens. Mothman's a whole episode. We're be. gonna do a whole Mothman episode. Two episodes. Damn to be straight. With you. That motherfucker's out there creeping. All right, you fuckers. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out. Stay weird. <laughs>